An expensive game of whack-a-mole that can destroy some businesses. That is how a boutique New Zealand company describes the constant battle against China-based counterfeiters stealing their intellectual property. In a rare joint statement, bosses from the Five Eyes Intelligence Alliance yesterday called China out for alleged large-scale theft of intellectual property and using artificial intelligence for hacking and spying. Following a security summit at Stanford University in California, if FBI Director Christopher Ray said the unprecedented joint call was meant to confront the unprecedented threat China poses to innovation across the world. Husky is a husband and wife company that was set up in 2017 and makes award-winning wine and beer coolers, tumblers and flutes. And joining us now is one of the company's founders, Simon Husa. Kia ora, Simon. What's your experience been with people pinching your intellectual property? Kia ora. Yeah, I mean, it's sort of something that, I guess, comes along with success. We're in a fortunate position that we've done well and we feature well in, in, on Amazon and won, have won a few design awards. And with that, we always knew going into it there was the risk of copies um, or our designs being being taken and replicated. And that's what we're finding now with the more successful that we've got, especially on the international stage, is that we start to see products that look incredibly like ours, where we've invested hundreds of thousands of dollars to come up with unique and innovative designs. Then someone takes that and then goes, okay, that looks great. That's selling well. Let's replicate that and pop it onto a you know a website like Alibaba, or, and then that filters down to Amazon or Catch or Kogan or various other marketplace-type websites or other retailers around. So uh, for how- us, you know, this year, we've, we've taken down – sorry. No, you carry on. I was going to ask you how frequently it happens. So increasingly frequently, which I guess comes again with success. So this year we would have taken down in excess of 70 listings. So they can be from a, uh, a factory or from a set of suppliers who will take product, take our designs, replicate them, make them in their factories, and then offer them up to either consumers for sale or often for resellers. So individuals who or companies who will then buy in mass quantities and sell them on their own websites or, or marketplaces. So yeah, we've had around 70 uh, this year um, and we've had quite good success with taking them off, but that's because we're in the fortunate position where we put the effort up front to protect those designs through IP protections, registered designs, utility patents and things like that. So, But presumably you're still having yeah. to pay someone like a lawyer to track these companies down and send them cease and desist letters? Yeah, it's an ongoing thing that because you shut one down and the next one pops up, right? Um, and it's hard to track down these factories or even know who's supplying it. You don't know, is it one factory, is it 10 factories with different listings? So, yeah, every month we have processes and systems in place where we have to try to spot these things as and when they pop up. Um, we work with a great lawyer who's really helpful because IP can be a complicated um, area to play in and an expensive area. And and then we try to shut those down. And again, we've had good success, but it's it's a, a tough, expensive game. You're talking, you know, tens of thousands um, plus to just set up those initial protections and then thousands of dollars ongoing to try to spot and take down those those listings. But if, they, if you don't do it at that early stage where um, the factories are selling to individuals who are reselling it, it becomes an even, even more expensive game because if they get to a point where they're in um, retail stores, you know, that's potentially taking millions away from um, 
at the other end. So you've got to kind of tackle it early to minimise the cost as much as possible. And Simon, where is um, most of the production, the counterfeit production happening as far as you can see? What we've found is it's overwhelmingly coming from China. Um, and that's where most of the world sources products and especially products like ours. So, yeah, that's where it's originating. Um, and, then it, it, and then it lands on foreign shores and it's much harder to track down once it lands in Australia or the US. So we focus a lot of our efforts trying to stop it getting out of China in the first place. You've got some of your fine products sitting there with you, the coolers and the, the tumblers and the glasses. I mean, how much does it cost you to develop an idea like that? Just to put it into some context, if someone starts making a cheap knockoff, it's not just the price of the item, is it? It's all the money you've spent developing it. Totally. Um, that's the biggest thing. So we've just launched these new flute tumblers, keep you to keep your wine perfectly cold while you're drinking or perfectly chilled a product like this took us 18 months and you know getting up towards sort of hundred thousand dollars to design this product and bring it to market what you're then seeing is you know if it's successful and it sells well especially if it's on amazon or it wins design awards the factories will pick that up and go hey that looks great they'll get hold of a sample potentially just by buying it take it back deconstruct it and go, okay, we can replicate this and often make it with, you know, more inexpensive materials, cheaper quality stainless steel, cheaper plastics. And it won't be the same, but it will look in, an, in a picture to be, you know, 80% as good. Somebody buys it, they use it, they get a weird taste in their mouth because they might have used, you know, not quite the same grade of stainless steel. Or if it's got, you know, even worse, if it's got Husky written on it, it's not from us. You know, there's some brand trust that's, that's broken down there. So, yeah, it's it's massive for us. I mean, we we invest a lot of time and effort to try to make cool products, um, and it hits, it can hit us really hard if somebody then doesn't receive, you know, our products. And over time, if we don't tackle it, we think we'll we'll pay the price. So that's why we put the effort in up front to try to knock it on the head. We're almost out of town, but very quickly, I'm sure you speak to other businesses. Is it a widespread problem? Yeah, we like when we started uh, the Husky business, we spoke to a lot of other businesses who were designing innovative products and we said, look, what are the challenges and what do we need to think about? And they told us up front, they like, if you are successful, you are going to run into these kinds of problems, which was great because that told us that, okay, we need to invest in it. And that's why we linked up um, with a lawyer, Nali. He's a great guy and he walks us through, okay, these are the types of protections you can put up. It's kind of like building a wall around your house. Like you can, you can build a little wall or you can build a big wall. Um, and it's hard to know how, how high it's got, it needs to be because it can get incredibly expensive very quickly. So yeah. finding the right person, understanding the environment you're operating in can play a massive role. Really appreciate your time, Simon. Good to talk to you. That's Simon Husa is from Husky. Uh, they make those award-winning wine and beer coolers, and he's playing a game of whack-a-mole with people counterfeiting his product. Um, and just in response to that statement from the Five Eyes Alliance, China has responded, saying it, it opposes the groundless allegations and smears towards China by the Five Eyes members.